I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, 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 and welcome, ladybirds and gentle lemurs, to the Human Nature Podcast. Here we explore the ups and downs of being Homo sapiens and learn a thing or two on how to be a better animal. My name is Elliot Connor, and I'm at least half elephant. But the star of the show today is none other than David Rosen, a composer, producer, and podcaster. Welcome, David. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to chat. Awesome. So it's the first time we've had someone of your background on the show. Can you tell us a bit more about the work that you do? Sure. So uh, lately, my life is pulled in many, many directions because I, I have been spending the last 20 years as a composer, composing music for film and television and commercials, as well as releasing albums of instrumental music that I put out under my name, David Rosen, which I happen to have a new one coming out in October, which I'm very excited about. Uh, but lately, I have to split up all that time with also being a podcast host and producer because I host a podcast called Piecing it together that's about movies and I produce three other podcasts uh, all at the same time and juggle it all. Mm, no you certainly keep busy that's for sure uh, but it sounds amazing what you get up to and uh, I heard you're a bit of a fan of dogs as well uh, what's your pet situation on your end? So I have currently uh, one dog and two cats. We had two dogs, but one of our dogs passed away last year, unfortunately. Uh, But my dog that we have right now, his name is Harvey. He is a Chihuahua pug terrier. Although we just did one of those uh, DNA tests and found out he's got a whole bunch of other stuff in there too. He's, uh, he's, he even has Labrador, even though he's a little guy. Um, Yeah, he's, he's, he's an interesting fella. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, dogs, man's best friend. Uh, but it sounds like you've got uh, quite the showing in that dog of yours. Uh, very strange. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's the best. He's my buddy. Awesome. Awesome. And tell me, what's your favorite song? Is there a musical genre that you're drawn to? Uh, what's an artist or a composer you like? Sure. Uh, well, easy answer for me is The Cure. Uh, that they are my favorite band. They've always been my favorite band. And uh, I mean, if I was to narrow it down to a song specifically, that's a little bit more difficult because it's going to change by the day. It's going to depend yeah. on the mood. You know, uh, I could I could pretty easily say their Disintegration album is the best album ever. But um, they are they're not only my favorite 
music to listen to, but they've been the most highly influential on me and the music that I compose. And uh, you know, I think anybody who listens to my work can can sense that that influence on the music that I create. Awesome, awesome. Now I think that's great to have inspiration uh, to be a part of this culture's musical uh, community and uh, to draw mm-hmm. inspiration from that. I was interested as well in just chatting around what you see as music in nature, uh, whether that may have influenced you in your journey. Uh, I was listening recently and there's been some fascinating work done into birdsong and slowing it down and then playing that uh, simultaneously with opera singers. And in many cases, you actually can't tell the difference. Uh, So I'll add it into the recording if people can have a listen about now. It's really interesting that, uh, so yeah, <laughs> there is, I think, some music in nature which perhaps we don't appreciate uh, because we don't give it the time space uh, to listen to it, uh, to, uh, well, in many cases, we can't even hear it. It's out of our mm. uh, hearing range. It's far too complex for us to understand. Uh, so yeah, does that inspire you in the work you do? And what's your experience of uh, music that's out there all around us? Sure. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely onto something. I think that uh, the world around us, it creates kind of a music. And I definitely would cite that that sound that's out there as part of the inspiration for the work I do. Um, for example, this one song on my new album, this song is called Beacon. And I, the whole time I was composing it, I it just reminded me of uh, imagining like a buoy out in the middle of the water, just floating and bouncing with the waves, you know, and, and that, that, that's not necessarily music per se, but it is a rhythm. It's a feeling and it is something that inspired the track in a lot of ways. And, and then there are other songs where, uh, you know, maybe the, the sound of uh, that, like, dead silence in the middle of the night is something that that influences the work you're doing and uh whether whether it's because it's so beautiful or whether because maybe it's a little scary you know and stuff like that can absolutely find its way into the music you're creating yeah no very much so i think uh, having a dog you have uh, perhaps getting out more in great outdoors uh, being part of nature uh, seeing all of that being in that space uh, can be really, really powerful. Uh, But tell me, what's the favorite project that you've worked on uh, in this musical space? Uh, What's perhaps been the highlight of your career? Well, not not to come off too much like I'm trying to plug my new album or anything like that, but I, I really, I really do feel like my new album, which by the way, is just called David Rosen. It's self-titled. It's actually my sixth album. And I really do feel like it is kind of a culmination of everything that I've done up until Mm -hmm. this point. I, I feel like all of my influences are represented on this album. I yeah. I feel like all of my abilities as a composer, as a musician, have like grown to a point where I am now making, and don't get me wrong, I, I very much am proud of my earlier albums and I, I think that they stand like on their own and they stand the test of time as far as uh, me being proud of the work that I put into them. 
But this album, I really do feel the growth of what I've been doing. And I feel like it reaches kind of the potential of what I uh, absolutely kind of set out to do when I first, you know, picked up instruments and started to learn how to make music. And so uh, definitely I would have to go with this new album as as the favorite project, even though I've worked on a, a big, varied collection of things over the years. Great, great. And that sounds definitely worth a listen. And I'll check it out after the show. Uh, it sounds awesome. Uh, another thing which interested me about uh, this musical conversation and nature. Uh, so, I mean, many of us talk to our pets in our daily lives. Uh, we'll have a chat, have an off comment uh, with our dog, cat, other pets uh, which we might have. Uh, but that seems natural to us. Uh, we perhaps don't expect it to understand uh, what we're saying. Uh, but there is a certain uh, a language, I think, uh, which may seem universal to us. And I think mm -hmm. uh, that's a part of what music provides uh, between people across cultures and uh, connecting, in some rare cases, animals and people as well. Uh, so, yeah, how have you found that in your work? Uh, do you think uh, there's as some universality to music and how does that uh, relate to our uh, our relationships as humans well you're gonna really like this answer and i know you didn't see this coming or anything like that so you just <laughs> may have stumbled onto a great answer here uh, but i just so happened to have a little side project that was supposed to come out last year, but um, you know, then my other dog Sadie got sick, and and that kind of, you know, delayed the whole project and getting finished. But I am going to put it out next year sometime. the The album is called The Pup Pups, and you see what what it is is uh, my fiance Gina and I we like to channel what our pets are saying, and <laughs> we like to kind of speak for them. And they have written a collection of songs and they are sung in their voices. And the Pup Pups <laughs> album will, it's basically done. I just need to put a few finishing touches on it. Uh, and this is very different from the music I put out under my own name. The, the, the music I put out is very serious and very, you know, beautiful and serious, dramatic music. Uh, these are just fun little silly folk songs and even like punk rock songs and, uh, but they're all sung by Harvey and Sadie. And even there's one or two tracks by the cats as well. They get, they get in on the action too. So absolutely. There is a, uh, a collaboration, so to speak with, uh, with these animals. Awesome. Now it reminds me of an anecdote. I think it was uh, when they're filming the, uh, it might've been the Our Planet uh, series or Planet Earth 2. Uh, when they were doing mm. the scene with the belugas. Uh, so uh, there was, I think it was a hunt scene, polar bears uh, uh, trying to find a meal and uh, the camera crew mm. uh, on a uh, dinghy out in uh, these, these Arctic seas. Uh, so I think what they were doing is they were playing music underwater. So they had a hydrophone and yeah, I think it was the Marseillaise, uh, which one of the camera crew was singing. Uh, whilst mm. underwater uh, in full gear, uh, trying to capture this footage of the belugas and really, really curious creatures. So uh, belugas are quite famous for appreciating, reacting to human music uh, of all sorts. 
uh, but really inquisitive. It just came straight up at like this ditty tune and quite catchy, mm. uh, the French national anthem as well. Uh, so uh, quite a strong uh, tune to that, uh, but it just came straight up to him. And I think that's incredible uh, hearing stories like that and uh, working out this uh, role music plays in human kingdom as well as uh, with animals. So Absolutely. Great, great. Uh, there was another question I was going to ask you, and it's related to some of your other work, perhaps. Uh, so how do you find your work mm -hmm. with uh, music, uh, doing soundtracks and all of this has translated into podcasting and you mentioned producing as well into, a, into your introduction? Uh, how did that journey mm -hmm. come about for you? Sure. Uh, well, it, getting into podcasting is something that started first as just something for fun to do with, with my best friend, which one of my other podcasts that I work on, it's called Bird Road, is just the two of us talking about uh, everything going on in the world, you know, culture, news, politics, all that kind of stuff. But I was over the conversation in the direction of movies because that is my first love is movies, even though you know, music, I'm a music guy, but I love movies, you know? And so I eventually decided this really kind of took off for me in the podcasting world. But I think that having that background in music really just made it easy for me to, uh, you know, focus in on the idea that I had for my podcast, which the, the idea for piecing it together, it's not like just any old movie podcast, what we do is we take a look at a movie through the lens of what other movies might have inspired it. And so it's a fun twist on the podcast format, the movie podcast format. Uh, but I didn't have to mess around with, you know, learning audio and learning how to cut together uh, audio and edit and, you know, effects and all that kind of stuff to get what I was after. I already knew how to use the software and the hardware necessary to, you know, yeah. record an audio show. And so I think that coming from that music background really helps with that. Awesome. No, I think very much so. And podcasting is something which is, manages somehow to stay uh, just on top of these trends. So it's a stay topical for a long while now. And so hopefully we'll continue to do so in the future. Mm -hmm. It's a great medium uh, to be able to express oneself, uh, share stories, have fascinating conversations like this one. Uh, but yeah, I yep. think that's really important to recognize the power of podcasting as a medium and uh, definitely check out David's podcast as well. Uh, it's great what you're up to. Uh, is there a particular instrument which you're drawn to? How's your musical career progressed in terms of uh, what drew you into that field in particular? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I just love the idea of being able to uh, sit in my room and create something that while yes, collaborating with other people can be a great experience. And obviously whenever I'm scoring a film, I'm collaborating with the film's director and stuff like that. Uh, but, but really, if I want to, from beginning to end, I can create a piece of music on my own. And, you know, that, that, that is a very rewarding thing. And as far as like instruments, I don't, I don't know that I would have a specific instrument. I mean, I'm not a uh, classically trained uh, musician in the sense that I, you know, could pick up a guitar and, you know, just totally jam out to, you know, whatever comes to mind. I, I'm the kind of person who sits down with instruments and 
messes around until I find ideas that seem to make sense to me and then build from there and, and build on top of it. The majority of what I'm doing is on a keyboard, uh, although I do play other stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think just the, the journey through music has definitely been something where it's just a matter of continuing to push the limit of what I can do and trying to, uh, it, and again, I'm, I'm self-taught. So it, it's a matter of trying to push myself to learn new things along the way that will continue to uh, grow my abilities and expand the horizons of what I can, you know, actually make happen in a song. Great, great. And I think uh, that's really important, focusing on the journey as well. Uh, so how things yeah. have evolved, progressed. It's like, uh, if we move back to the dogs, uh, that analogy, uh, then uh, humans obviously have uh, selected dogs artificially induced this evolutionary process. So we get all these different breeds mm -hmm. mentioned, uh, some uh, these <laughs> mixed uh, breeds uh, within your own uh, dog that you have. Uh, so how that's come about is uh, that this journey, this process, this evolution of ideas, uh, preferences. Uh, so I think uh, that's something which we can all learn something from as well. Uh, but uh, yeah. appreciating that diversity and uh, the beauty that comes out of, uh, it's almost a spontaneity of choice. Uh, so uh, random mutations, sure. uh, differences, and then uh, finding the aesthetics which most please us. Uh, but that's, yeah, it's really powerful what can come out of that. Uh, so I think we'll end on one last question. And I think mm -hmm. what I'd love to know is where you're headed next. So obviously you've had a wonderful career behind you. You've done so many different things. Are there other things on your bucket list which you'd love to head towards? Other projects which you have in mind or matters you'd like to realize? Yeah, I, you know, for me, the main thing is to just keep moving forward. Uh, I, I don't have specifics you know i definitely would like to score more feature films I've, I've done a bunch of them in the past i want to continue doing more and do bigger ones obviously the the world we're in right now makes that a little difficult since uh, production has halted because of everything going on on a lot yes. of major projects so uh it might be a little while before i get to that but in the meantime i make the most of it by continuing to focus on building these podcasts that i produce and host and uh continuing to work on music for these albums because because uh, over these last few months, as I was finishing up this new one that's coming out in October, I was also working on a whole lot more music that will eventually find its way onto future albums. And I, you know, absolutely look forward to that future of releasing more and more work. And as long as I always say with whether it's podcast or music, as long as you're continuing to, you know, go forward, then that, that's all you can really ask for. I love that message. Yes. I think that's a wonderful note to end on uh, that during COVID, we still can do so much. Uh, there's no need to halt in our progress and continue realizing our passions, living our dreams. Uh, so thank you, David. It's been a wonderful conversation uh, that we've had today. Uh, of course, we'll be back next week uh, for another episode of the Human Nature Cast. Until then, stay safe and do try and be a better animal. Thank you all and goodbye.
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.